Hello. Hello, neighbor. How are you? Hello, people out there in television land. If you're watching us on your big screen TV, which is the way, the best way to watch uh, YouTube. Yeah, well, you can do it. You can, you can do it on your big screen TV. Yeah, I did today. I haven't done it yet. I'm yeah. Try it. Yeah. So, uh, we've got a YouTube app on our smart TV and I watch a lot of YouTube there. I usually don't watch the two half squads, but today I did. And I was just thinking, dang, Jeff, you just get better looking every week. And what what did you think about me? The same thing? Uh, you too. <laughs> we look well, this is color. episode episode 2587. 257, yeah. And this is the two half squads, the one and only podcast dedicated 100%. Wait a minute, let me get the script. Greatest game in the world. I can't read the rest. Advanced squad leader. Oh, thank you. Yes, and I'm Jeff. And I'm Dave. And he's Dave and I'm Jeff. And here we go again for another crazy time. How are you, Dave? You look well. Good. I'm feeling well today. Uh Uh-huh. Good. Did you? Were you not feeling well, or? No, I just feel. You know, sometimes you just feel average, and sometimes you actually feel good. Yeah. You know, kind of like, oh, my muscles feel good, and I feel yeah. thinner than I actually am, and I yes. feel smarter than I actually am. I was yes. actually thinking about that about the brain, like, oh, we're gonna do this and this on the show. We're gonna be all prepared instead of like normal. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> And I'm feeling really sharp, although my recall is still struggling. But whose isn't these days? Yeah, there's just, uh, I don't know. I, I, I've i got a dear friend. He's not a deer, but he's a friend. Um, I also have an elk friend. I have a dear friend who uh, is constantly worrying that his brain is going to deteriorate and turn into mush. And so, and I don't know if it's in his DNA. He did one of those 23andMe things, and maybe it's in there. And I actually have, or maybe it's in his family history. So he's constantly doing things like um, for breakfast in the, every morning, he has two raw eggs in a glass. He puts two raw eggs in a glass and drinks that, it down. That's if he wants to be rocky. That's what I thought. Like if you want rocks in your head, just talk like this. Yeah, not the yeah, other rocks. Yeah, Adrian, hey, Rocky. Yeah, I get those two confused too. Hey, Adrian, hey, Bullwinkle. Hey, what, what is it? Yeah, so he does that, and he, uh, for lunch every day, he has a can of sardines because the fish oil is good for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but he's yeah. still dumb as dirt. <laughs> Well, one guy took fish supplements like a lot and they measure it, you know, and every day they can measure like that, that thing, omega, whatever. And it didn't make any difference. And he took a lot of it. Now Mm. that was a supplement, but I think he may have also ate fish then. Then he, I think he, well, I should double check, but it's very, very hard to actually upgrade. But you always do want to eat well. Yes. Right? Always a good idea. And, and yeah, I read a lot of stuff about vitamins, pros and cons, and there doesn't seem to be much evidence at all that eating vitamins really makes a difference. 
uh, which is too bad because it's a huge industry <laughs> and they've got a lot of my money. And they say you you put all your all your eggs in one stock basket. Yeah. Vitamin supplements. Yeah. I see them on the shelf behind you there, too. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, no, I don't. That's our product placement. It's funny, folks that are yeah. listening at home. Jeff's room has changed. He has boxes of ASL facing the camera instead of just sideways in like the bookcase game. And I do too. And so we yeah. both spontaneously did the Great same. Great minds think thing. alike. <laughs> yeah. It's the seventh show for YouTube and we just now thought of it. Yeah. We're, we're kind of slow on the uptake. But you do have your cool rocket visible there. Yes. It's a Lego. My Lego uh, Apollo 11. It's crazy good. And I have been painting. Um, actually, what was it I was finishing? Oh, all the minis for my friend Bill Hanks. He got them. Loved them. And I got to paint D&D again. There's a handsome yeah. character. The Manticore. Did you, you guys <gasps> know this, right, Jeff? Whoa. When you fought him, he was still not painted. Isn't that correct, I think? Uh, I think that is correct. Um, Look at that face. Yeah, I had the original one painted probably 10 years ago, Reaper. Those um, claws. And then the second one, I and I did the stripey thing. He, he matches the 5E uh, mini. And so, Jeff, you thought it would be okay for me to post some of these pictures on our Twitter feed, mini stuff? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, sure, sure, sure. Really cool. I, I've been following a lot of miniature gamers for us and so a lot of cool pictures of the minis and yeah. then i started the tooth <gasps> cat oh excellent the, um, and that's just the base coat with a wash of dark brown on it and the wash is uneven so you gotta wait till i come back over this and high dry brush and highlight okay and then run another wash down through the crevasses, the dents. Yeah. And then that baby's going to look really good. But it's not not a, not a bad start. But remember how long I've had that. It's the giant, giant, like two, two, it's over a foot long uh, mastodon in the tar pit. Right. And this cat sits on the, on the mastodon's back, clawing into it. Oh. It's got this wolf that's over on the side. Always violent. Nature is violent. Barking, yeah, like when your dogs attack, your dog attacked those baby bunnies. Oh was, yeah, yeah. That was scary. So anyway, yeah, that's hard. What I've been it's up. hard watching that. Those look great. You're doing. I guess I have good to work. I have to post pictures on the website for those listeners that aren't watching on YouTube. Yeah. And what what have you been up to then? Uh, working and Robin and I. Uh, the number of nice days that remain this year are growing few. And so whenever we get up in the morning, we look at the forecast. And if it looks like it's going to be a nice day, we try to get out. So last week there was one nice day and an otherwise pretty, pretty crummy week, really unseasonably cold here in the Chicago area. But we took the day and we went to the Morton Arboretum, which is a very large oh, yeah. nature preserve. Um, in the western suburbs of Chicago. And I haven't been there in a lot of years. Didn't you cancel your vassal game with a good friend that day to go? Yes, I did with my friend Dave. <laughs> oh, then it was Tuesday. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Tuesday. yeah. Tuesday. 
Yeah. More and, than uh, so we drove down there and, and spent, I don't know, five or, well, probably four hours there. It's expensive to get in there. It's $15 per person. Yeah, it is. We, we turned around once, I think, because we had half a day and we thought maybe it was not going to be that expensive. So yeah. it wasn't worth it for half the day. No. It used to be $5 for a carload of people, but now, and they've got a lot more stuff there. I mean, it's, yep. it's, it's not cool. just a forest preserve. It's, it's curated and, and structured, and they have uh, displays of various flora. And we were, in particular, we were interested in the evergreens and the carnivorous forest areas so we went and looked at all that stuff and just had a great time and then the way back we decided to stop in downtown Arlington Heights where we live and uh dine outside we we have still not dined in of doors anywhere since this whole thing began but they did have outdoor dining and they had those big heaters outside and uh it was kind of cool out as i mentioned and they turned on these big heaters and they had one too close to the this gigantic plate glass window in front of their restaurant and they heated it up a little too hot and a gigantic crack appeared in it. No. While we were sitting there, we heard this funny, what's that funny creaking sound? And we could <laughs> see the crack going across the glass and it's like, uh-oh, eh. excuse wow. us. Uh-oh. Wouldn't, have, wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. 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 I may have, maybe it was a defective window, but those big heaters are, uh, apparently doing a very good job there. I met teachers for a lunch and it was supposed to be outside with distance and it was in the tent outside. Oh, in a tent. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I, I know it's drizzling, but, and they weren't out. Um, four of them, the other two were more cautious and were so they I, wearing masks. No. And so, uh, the one, yeah. the latest one to get there who planned it, she tended to mask up the most. And then, uh, but I just went ahead and pulled my end table back another two or feet from them all. And then I was comfortable. And who's, two that of them sitting, who's that bald man sitting in the corner yeah. over there? <laughs> yeah, the picture of friend us, Dave. I'm out on the end. And yeah. the um, and the two are from Wisconsin. They're saying, you know, Wisconsin schools like going full, just everyone's masks and hand washing and and even in public though a lot of people aren't even wearing their masks and of course the news item is wisconsin's huge growth in the spread of covid oh is so, that right yeah so maybe yeah. just do it let them all do it get that herd immunity going maybe. and then i'll come out later it's <laughs> yeah i think everybody has to do what's right for them but if you do what i do that's even better well you want to do what's so. right for others when you're out though. well yeah, absolutely true. Yeah, yes. Unless you're just with your Please. other friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but we have been doing Vassal and and D&D like we've been talking about. So, yeah. And it's funny how quickly I think, and I've probably mentioned this before, but how quickly this has become kind of normal for us. And it's been a very good experience. Uh, we've You and I have pay, played D&D and that's worked out really well. You had an additional camera there to to show the landscape and the creatures that you had painted and stuff, because it's, you can't play D and D with Dave without having his creatures be there that he well, spent so much time. And I remember we did it at first going back to just the imagination and pencil, yeah. and tape, but I do love showing these things off. So yeah. And my imagination is black and white. So having your stuff there, <laughs> your color was, was really nice. Sorry for your Hey, loss. should we uh, jump in? 
Yeah, yeah. let's talk about clock. some ASL. Dun, that time dun, clock dun. says we're Without at 22, further ado. 22 minutes on that time clock. That can't be right. Can no, it? it's 13. Yeah, yeah. LFT charts, we'd like to keep the banner at about 10 minutes. But th version three, do you have your version two or, or one with you? I do. I do. I have the version that you so generously gave me. At least you haven't billed me yet. Well, so I assume that's because this is... I, I kept the version three we got from Ritter Krieg. Yeah, that's okay. Purveyor of fine ASL products. Everyone. Ding, ding. Where's the bell? You don't hear me doing it? Oh. Okay, yeah, thank you. I got it on a muffling thing because you were it was way crazy loud last time. So if you look at your version two, I'll look at my version three. And Let me grab my glasses. Stand we'll by. Well, thank Derek Ritter. Everyone should go to RitterCreek.com and get some great ASL stuff there. Free shipping, but please buy more than just one little thing. Otherwise, you know, and there's great discounts on products at RitterCreek.com. And I took notes on this, so I'm going to switch to Did my you tell notes. them about the free shipping? I did, yep. Um, okay, LFT Charts 3rd Edition. Point. My front compared to your front. Now, I can't see my... I have my notes up and not my camera, so I hope I'm close, whatever. You're, you are, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yours has... We have the same thing going, but in this version, it has the number of the IFT chart in every column. So if you roll the six, you don't have to look to the left to see the number six going down the left side of version three. It's in Whoa. every column in light green. I don't know if you can see it there in That's light it. green. That's it. So My life is complete. That's a great improvement, a truly great improvement to not, you know, it's every column. You don't have to look back to the left and run your finger along the edge, especially as people get older, like Jeff is. Um, <laughs> Someday we're going to look back on this, Dave, and we're going to say, remember the old days when you had to look over to the left column to see what your dice number was? It also has the vehicle, uh, starred vehicle, line along the bottom oh, and the oh, top. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's on the, the bottom. Right. I have that, too. Oh, you do have it on the bottom? The starred vehicle, yeah. Oh, do you have it at the top also? No. Oh, this is also okay. Go ahead. Also at the top here. Okay. And now, if we go to page two of these new rat charts, I did a really intricate planning for this. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. Yeah. The page two, the two IFT. Oh, it's the same as yours. But who cares about the two IFT chart? It's too hard to memorize it. Page three. Oh, the IIFT, you're saying. Yes. I, 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 gotcha. Sorry. Okay. Right. Yep. What's the full name? Incremental IFT. Yes. The page three and four are now the two hit and to kill charts. Oh, okay. Well, Instead, uh, right. Okay. Instead of the close combat and. No, no, I'm sorry. So you can see below the IIFT is the close combat. Yeah. When you turn it, yeah, wrong page. It's page four and. Five, yeah. They have little page numbers in the bottom. Does yours? Yes. See, page four and five on this version are now the to hit and the to kill charts because you're going to use them all the time. Yes, all the time. Smart move. As Here's opposed to uh, four and five on here, where con the concealment, loss, gain, and yeah. uh, sniper attacks and 
searching and stuff. Yeah, searching, you wouldn't use that often. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is smarter. So you're really using these first four or five pages the most. Yes. Right. Then page six is the old page four. Yeah. What you were just discussing the concealment, gain, loss. Okay. Um, I have at page seven, Jeff and I have been adding little notes, like things we found that weren't on the chart, just as a matter like searching is times two in bamboo. Remember that, Jeff? We oh, the right all those things. Yeah. Ti it makes searching makes you ti. I just put a note there in a right. marker. Sniper checks. There's a few things I suppose. Well, there's a lot any of these pages could have added, but these are things we like. Now the gain loss table they added page six, but it's now page seven. They added black bars between the titles, and I think it does help give them a pop. Oh, all these titles have a black bar now, right? Yours oh, I see. Yeah. I thought it was easier to, to read them. The white letters on black. Sniper attack. Yeah, maybe that's not such a big deal. Some pages have different tabs. They ring one up at the bar, and they left it unpaid. I, you thought I, I wasn't listening. I, I wrote that joke in, so I didn't even know it was a joke when I just read it. <laughs> well, halfway through. They have different tabs. Um, now, page eight is new. So what's your old page eight, Jeff? My page eight was a continuation of the national uh, capabilities of nationalities. Ah, yeah. This so one, six, six, seven, and eight for me were all uh, nationality stuff. Yeah, you can see this page and eight nine. has yeah. stuff that I don't think you have. Maltoff and sewers. Oh, nice. Maltoff and sewers. In this version, page ten. Oh yes, they dared to use the swastika German flag. Ah, interesting, interesting. That kind of stands out, doesn't it? Gutsy. Um, but they used all the flags. So the Finnish flag, by yeah. the nationality traits, that's different. That is the same flag I have on my counter trays for the Germans. So Yeah, I recognize that, yeah. So they added the flags along there. They now, uh, except they got a few wrong, because they're different than my, the flags I had on some of my counter trays. Mm. So they, they they must have got some wrong. It wouldn't be me. No, it wouldn't be you. Who no, Googled Finnish flag World War II and then took whatever popped up. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure there's a right. The Italians in your nationality now feature these special Italian New Italian counters that were published by ah. Broken Ground Design. Broken Ground. Um, and also by LFT, I think, the French counters. So remember, there's we covered it in a previous episode. Yeah. You can get a whole set of different counters. Because people argued that the Italians in ASL from MMP we're not good enough to show the true variety of, of mm. um, firepower and morale that they should have in different situations. So that's been added in here. That's new for you. 
Um, the Japanese, oh, the Italian, um, I think there's an additional German section on the top here. I do, do I, well, why would I think? Why wouldn't I know? Yeah, yeah, they have the, yeah, I think, I, maybe these kind of counters came out with the Bounding Fire, the different elites, the circle box, no, that's normal. Just ignore what I'm saying then. Japanese now actually have a printed stripe on their counter numbers, like a three, four, six has got a red stripe through. Am I lining that up right? Yes, you are. So that's added. That's new. So some of the artistic touches are, are better. Yeah. yeah. Again, Jeff and I have added some notes about the Japanese, like hip 10% fractions rounded up. That wasn't on this list. The French have Foreign Legion and Free French in their section, which wow. you do not have. I do not. Um, and it looks like the the Russian rat astronaut pictured on your your version of the Russian section. Mm-hmm. He's been removed. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So much for anachronisms. Yeah. He's now on page twenty-one. <laughs> what is he really? He's he mine. How about yeah. that? Did they have a space program in 1945, Jeff? Not that I recall. I mean, it's... they had Werner von Braun. Who knows? Maybe they... Uh... Oh. Oh, no, yeah. the Russians didn't. The Germans did. I don't think the Russians had a rocket, a space program at that time. Well, their first man I'm, was not... I know in... they didn't. Yeah, the first man was not in space yet. Yeah. Now, the ETO terrain pages seem the same except the new version seems in a better condition like my other copy it seemed to be worn a little bit the pages were bent a little like someone had like used you it. used it yeah these seem all brand new <laughs> wow the old page 16 what is that for you my page 16 is the Well, what do you do with uh, boxcars? You know, what happens when you roll doubles? What happens when you roll snake oh. eyes? Yeah, that's just now page 19, and they added mm. entrenching chart. Oh, good. But whoever entrenches anyway, Jeff. Have I you do. Ever? <laughs> now, that's only when you're burying those murder victims that you yeah. have. And in trenching, you know, I always think, oh, that's going to be a great idea. But boy, that's time consuming. Yeah, you start that and you're <laughs> overrun. You got to plan ahead for that. You can't You can't wait till the last minute. I'm sure there are scenarios where it is a great idea. But yeah. Now the fire page. Fire page um, just now has a little. <laughs> these are detailed, I told you. Little flame and blaze pictures. There's that oh. Russian, Russian cosmonaut. So that's different. They put the counter picture on it. Better visuals. Page 22 and 23 seem to match the original, but are called Chapter C. Oh, the title on the tab is Chapter C, which I don't think you have. Yeah. No. Timonen has a copy of what you have, and... I told him, turn to the chapter C page, and yeah. he couldn't find it. And what's on there? It's this, you got them. It's the, it's the 
De demolition charge placement, unarmored vehicle destruction tables. You have okay. them somewhere. Yeah, okay. The four pages of the OBA flow, flow chart, right? You have those. Seem the same as yours. Um, but the new version has bombardment and naval, naval OBA charts. Here, these are all new pages that are not in yours. Oh, nice. Bombardment. Naval, Naval OBA. OBA. How often are we going to use that? Uh, again, but at least you got it now. Yeah. For not much added in thickness or in yes. price. Right. And the overrun flow chart has the same cool picture of the rat that's crushed under the getting table. overrun. Yes. Poor guy. I know, and he was seriously injured after they yeah. made this yeah. photo shoot. He he was hospitalized. For a while, and something yeah. went wrong when they were the safety protocols were not followed. Yeah, over they fl uh, they inflated him. He they were able. It's the then, inflator mouse. Deflator mouse. Wait, isn't that an opera? Very very good. I should know that there is an opera by uh, Strauss, Johann Strauss, I think, or, ah. or the other Richard Strauss. Deflator mouse, and you know what deflator mouse means in German? The flying mouse. Which is otherwise known as? A flying, a bat. A bat, right. Or a flying mouse. squirrel. The bat. Really? Is it about vampires? Um, you know, I have seen Deflator Mouse, and I do not recall what it is about. <laughs> I went to the opera and saw it. It was in it, a foreign language. This was some years ago, but I don't remember what it was about. I don't think it was about a bat. The page 31, two. I've also been to the Cat in the Hat uh, opera, which was. There's no such thing. Yeah. Surprising. Page uh, 32 matches the old page 28, except they added canister onto this. We ha I have canister. No, do you? Yeah. Can you well, prove it? Very, show, very small. Show the picture of it. Oh, I must have missed it. Um, these footnotes down here. Um, wait, well, I'm on. I'm on this over overrun flow chart. Okay. It. They don't have the letters on here. This has to be a mistake. A B C D case. Right. You have them, right? I do. See. They're missing on this version. That has to be there. We're going to so have to I wait hand, for version hand, four. Did hand you, wrote. You did. You wrote them in there. A couple. So. And if on. anybody would like to have Dave write in the letters on their version three of the Rat Pack charts, just send them to Dave in a self-addressed stamped envelope, and he'll get that done for you. I will. The chapter E. Well, I'm still looking at D here. Stun, recall, shock, and UK charts. They're added. You don't have them, right? No. I don't think they were in yours. Chapter E has a new section. Weather and rain and sun blindness and heat haze, which looks like this. Very interesting graphics. It's almost too much colored artwork in the background. Yeah. Blocking the lettering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's an all-new page. Heat haze. 
weather, shows wind change, what low visibility, wind, rain, and mud. Mud, I needed that the other day, environmental conditions. And then desert pages and PTO are the same, but then comes the added pages. So your, old, your set ends at page 36, and that's an index, is that correct? That is correcto. So 37, 38, here are the desert, because they put more stuff in the middle. Yeah. And 42 and 45, 42 and 45, 43. Okay. Oh, okay. LC attacks. Landing craft. Oh. All new. Landing craft. Yeah, I would think you would want that for if you're playing uh, LFT scenarios because they do have a number of those. Yes, and Pacific is important. Damage versus... Yeah. Your, that's yeah. why I said page 45. It continues. Okay. Collateral attack effects. Oh, is that in general? Oh, collateral attack effects. I just kind of ignore collateral attacks. It's like a spilky chart. Tells you the vehicle or area type used. Was the high explosives or APs? It's a little uh, flow chart for that. That's new. And they added all this. Can you read that, sir? Yeah, Korean War national, yep. national capabilities. Okay, yep. yep. Korean rules. Well, that's the nationalities. Uh, yep, some rules on that. Heat of battle in the Korean War. Different... There's something different about it. I haven't played enough Korea yet. We got put on hold because of this disease. Human bullet heroes and suicide hero creations mm. are all new. And the spotlight is on here next. The Korean War terrain chart, entrenching chart for Korea. And the back page, yes. which I have really enjoyed having this, is now the IFT, right, chart, no. Oh, it's the part of the IFT chart that's missing on the version one and two that has the little black and red dots that tell you if there's a flame creation ah. or a rubble creation. And this is really good. See, they have symbols for each one now. Yes, yeah. You can see a little actual fire symbol in the column to remind you, oh, yeah, there's a possible flame. Here's a rubble. Yeah. Removing shell holes, mines, removing mines, etc., etc. Great rat artwork by Emmanuel Batiste. Special thanks to Jim Bracken, Andy Hershey, Vinny Maresca, and J.R. Vanishalin for their valuable help in proofing these charts, although they missed that one set of notes footnotes there you go that is splendid Third a, really a nice improvement not i mean worth uh buying a second set i i think so if you've already got the first set or the set or version two version three is definitely worth it so and we can get those on ritterkrieg.com i simply type ritterkrieg in my favorite search engine which is DuckDuckGo, and the Ritter Creek pages loads like lightning. 
on a very slow night. $44 for version three. You can get it with a laminated cover. They've got two versions here, Rat Pack Charts version three, laminated cover and two hit to kill charts, $44, or just with the laminated cover, $42, or just the charts without the laminated cover, $40. And next up, you need an echo machine on. Here we go. Are we doing doing these? Yeah. Oh, oh. no, that was what's in the box. That so was that... what's in the box. Let's go back. That was what's in the box. <laughs> Forgot. Yeah, we're and new. Next is. What have you been playing lately? What have you been playing lately? Wow, we've played a lot. We've played Wise's War, Samurai Sunset. A second game of that, War Without Quarter, Tanzimboko Raid, High Watermark, Just Fighting Through, We Know Where They Are, Bailey's Demise, and Maximum Aggression. We've been busy. We have. We've been good boys. Yeah, so this this setup, I played the Americans, David played the Japanese, and in this scenario, there are uh, two different setup areas for the Americans. They've got this hill in front here on the left as you're looking at it, which they uh, the Americans need to set up on it or within a couple hexes of it. And there's just, they don't have a lot here, but most importantly, they, they've just taken out a few squads here, but they also have a leader with a field phone, not a field radio, but a field phone. And I elected to put this guy off the top of the main hill and just kind of in the back a little bit here so that he could see down this. W18, for the people who don't have the movie up. Right, yes. They can look at Edson's Ridge board if you have that, folks, or look it up on Vassal. Yeah. And then um, to win, I had to get points for the second hill, 120. Was it like three victory points per hex or something I could get? But I had to get like 26 points total. So I had to exit also. Take the hill, at least some of it, and exit. Right. Exit off the right side of the board. Yeah, and you're seeing my initial setup of the concealments. They're all cloaking counters. Right. And, yeah, Jeff had all those guys hidden in the front. And you had some in the back. Yeah, I remember it now as each one popped up. What was interesting about it, strategically, I think, Jeff, your defense, you didn't have a lot of choices. You had to be in those areas. Yeah, I, I had to set up within a couple hexes of these two hills. I couldn't be spread out any further than that. The guys in the back were all under no move counters. So, um, and the front, but yeah. Uh, yes, yes, the front too. It's night. Uh, and yes, it's a night scenario. Your field phone had to be that close. Yes. So the American's going to lose that at some point, right? Yes. Most likely. And then the Japanese could just move all the way around the woods uh, along the north and south and try not to be seen at all, right? Because the American right. can't move and bypass that hill. I chose to go at that hill. Why did I choose that? Maybe I should not have done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want them shooting you from behind. While you're attacking the other hill. Right. Yeah, that's true. Right. So I wanted to wipe out those positions, which I, I don't even remember at the end game. I think you still had a squad in W17. Yeah, 
but I had to give up because we counted out enough I couldn't get off. So that first wave came on. That second wave is what you see off on the left side. So if you look at the scenario card, everybody, you see there's a second wave coming on. And that had my radio, and I could make a kill stack. And my radio, he got lost at night, strayed. He ended up, Jeff, down in the woods and then had to come back up the hill. I don't think he realized that. but. Um, and I did send troops along the north edge to try and shoot off the board. But, you know, they ended up having to fight their way up the hill because I, I couldn't win without taking at least uh, two or three of those hill hexes. So it does make you fight for them. And exit squads. I just ran out of time. And the problem was at the end game, do you have that one you want to show? Or? Yeah, let me see here. I get this up. And I sent troops along the south also. Um, I never got to do a bonsai chart. That was a failure. If you're playing the Japanese, you for sure want to figure a way to do that. I think my leaders got killed. For sure they got killed out on that second hill, and I couldn't do a bonsai charge. Right. I think you have to have a leader to do one. Um, and so at the end game... I, I had mortars firing, and, you know, it's again, it's night, so you use your star shells. And I, I ended up taking, it looks like, two or three of those hill hexes, and then we counted out enough points, wouldn't be able to get off the board. So. Here's our Jeff, map. Here's our Jeff's, map toward the end game. The Americans got reinforcements in hex DD15, a 10 neg 2. Came on board? Uh, nine neg two. Oh, I'm sorry. He's way off on the right. Yes. The, your 10 neg two is already on the board. So then this nine neg two comes on with the little half squad. But that, folks, is enough to make you lose the game as a Japanese, is you have to run by them to get off at the end game. It seemed like seven turns is not a lot of turns to cross, take the hill, and get off. So Japanese keep moving. Uh, and again, I couldn't have my guys move through the jungles up there to go off because I needed them to take the hill, which I finally got the hill taken. So the Japanese can. It's night. You know, you can try and move up and uh, jump into the combats. I went red. Oh, I think I had to go red numbers when I was the attacker. Right. The extra neg one. We had a lot of lethal melees. I, I don't know if I just got luckier this game, Jeff, than last game. The one game, the Americans kept winning all the melees. Oh, they were five firepower against fours. This time I tried to take two squads in on you. Yeah. <laughs> Eight to five, six to five, so I still had one to one with red numbers and et cetera, et cetera. So, so there you go. I thought your defense was real solid, as people could see it in that first image. It worked out okay. The, uh, the, the thing that I always wonder about is where to put the field phone. I think the position, you know, I always have these images of of OBA coming in and obliterating stacks of squads, but that's rarely what happens. Usually what really happens is it just hinders you. You end up going around it. You get some guys that are stuck in it, but uh, otherwise you just have to go around it or you have to wait. And because I kind of tied up, I was able to place the OBA pretty close to this to this open gap, well, right on that open gap between the woods on either side, it kind of tied you up there. 
slowed you down enough, I think. It probably slowed you down a turn or two. Otherwise, you would have been able to walk through there. Now, the funny thing about that is when we went to use the field phone and I drew the card, I drew a red card right away. Remember that? Yes. And we decided, draw again. <laughs> yeah, we weren't going to let that happen. Yeah, because what fun is a field phone if you draw a red card on the first draw? So that was nice of you. Yeah, we wanted to continue on. And we're, we're always pretty loose when we play. So if we forget something or want to go back or have a really bad uh, roll like that, we do it again or draw. Yes, for sure. So that's yeah. that game. Now, if you can jump into Vassal, I'll make a, I think I made a, oh shoot, I didn't make a room. Yeah, tell me about this scenario. Uh, this is called Lawless Ways, HS27. And um, it is on Riley's Road board. That's not the whole board, but that's about three quarter of it. And there is a thin blue line here. The Germans, this is the end game, all those Germans started all in here. Um, 8, 16, inch, about 20 squads, 5 tanks, 6 tanks, a couple half tracks, and a radio. And we had, um, he Dave needed to take these victory points here. The V pops up, that's XU17. This one here, where I could set up, but it's adjacent to him. Oh, it's not enlarging. So whatever that is, the building at the bottom left, and then back over in here. I'm not seeing, when you're saying here, I'm not seeing anything. Oh, PP23? You're in my room, right? I'm in your room. I'm synchronized. I'm showing your map. Are you clicking oh, on things or? Yeah, but um, it, it Try... enlarges it for me, but not for you. Ah, Okay. So I can circle the arrow a little better. Can you see that? How if did, I can yeah, how do we make that circle again with... Uh, control, control, click. Control, click. So this is one. Yes, good. Okay, that works. This is one. Okay. And it's nice it makes them enlarge for me so I can read off the number without getting yeah. the big board out. Here's some victory hexes all back in here. Three of them. PP23. Um... Are those all buildings? I can't quite oh, tell. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, because my, right, you're not getting the enlargement. So, right. yeah, these are all buildings. And you can see they're like some of the only buildings on the board. And there's a victory hex LL21 in here. Mm -hmm. And then next to that are two foxholes. And so there's just one building up there on that hill. Notice this is one big long hill all the way across. Dave was having some problems with that. It's the cutaway view. See this cutaway view over here. It shows you where they, you know, show through the grain. I'll make okay. it larger in a minute too. And there's one victory hex back here, uh, somewhere. Um, yeah, but back in here is a house, one house, and I put out two foxholes in front of it. And then the reinforcements come on over here, which is north of the road. It's two. Four, five, eight, it's a light machine gun, a nine, neg, one, where that red circle is. And so okay. they come on anywhere along north of this road. So they had an option to come join a fight for hex II-12 over there. But as far as the story goes, 
this will do a little storytelling. Uh, for strategy, I didn't have a good one for the British. It was difficult. Um, Dave, came, I had a gun, two guns, one down here. So let's zoom it up a little. Down here in AA-29. And that gun was facing backward, hoping his tanks would blow by and I'd get all these rear shots. Well, all his tanks ended up along this road like Hex BB 2425, CC 25 here. And the gun was getting overrun by infantry, of course. So, hey, folks, listen to this. <laughs> Have a way to stop his infantry <laughs> from just crossing this field <laughs> of plowed grass and jumping into melee on your gun. So I had to turn the gun, blasted him. It worked. I broke a whole stack. Uh, he didn't really figure I was in there. But then he brought tanks down from the back side of this building here, Hex EB-27, etc. And obviously wiped that out. Now, his radio is just sitting in Hex FF-27 there with nobody because I kept killing his leader with a shot from back oh. here in PP-23 way back here kept shooting at the radio guy right yeah so wow that uh, was kind of cool That's because quite he, a i did did kill yeah. a tank but i couldn't do it i couldn't stop these tanks now up in the north i held out a little hope i was definitely going to lose this thing by this is turn six we quit so up at the Victory Hex U-17. I had a futile idea that I was going to be able to take this hidden gun. It was hit initial placed there in the red circle. He went mm -hmm. right, yeah. right by it. He went right Never. He even said, I guess I should search that house, and then he never did. <laughs> so I started to try to push that gun. I wanted to get to Hex from Hex V18 to V17 and shoot that tank he's got sitting here in U16 right in the rear. Oh, nice. You know? How'd that go? Uh, I couldn't get it pushed out of the building. <laughs> I rolled an 11. <laughs> and then I was going to run the reinforcements. Oh, this squad in U17, this victory Hex by the tank, they're broken. So I was all excited. And the CX guy coming at me, he, he was an afterthought. He's coming back to help hold the building. So I, I thought I would, could blow up that tank, run all these reinforcement troops up here, down this road, and jump in that building. So, so then I took them all as a stack, ran right into Hex M12, and Dave hit me with the gun. I don't know what I was thinking, Jeff. <laughs> you know, so then I said, let's redo it. So <laughs> I tried running down from here, U12, U13, with one squad, and then sneaking the other two trying to get into this building, and they can't make it. They're short a hex. They can only make it to that road hex. So, so anyway. what did you redo, just that one turn? Yeah, no, yeah, just no, just that little attack to see just, just that attack, that attack. Yeah. Okay. Can this happen? Can it? Can you get by this tank? It doesn't have a turret. And right. the answer is pretty much no. You, I didn't. He didn't have enough movement to get in the in the building either, to give your guys a chance of surviving in Hex U17. 
So that was futile anyway. Man, the German just pull up and plug away. I couldn't find a way. I don't. I don't know if it's. Ban- I didn't look on Roar or I forgot what Roar says, but you know. So this is all uh, plowed fields, right? There, yeah. There's no cover as you're around. running here. It looks like there's some slopes going on there, but there are. They don't help too much. You, you can get your tank up on a slope and get a shot over these hedges. So watch mm. for that. Yeah. Players who play this, the German, watch for that. I started up, lined up behind this hedge here. Gee, uh, give me a click uh, on that for me, would you? Hold, there we go. Okay. All Around right. this in this row, GG. But you got to back out. You'll break eventually, you know. And you can see I stuck a mortar in that corner there to try and cover that field. But you're, you're just going to get shot up. So maybe it's better to hoard up around these foxholes in the back with these lower buildings down all in here. That's mm-hmm. all I can see. We played for this building in a different scenario. It was shorter, and the German kept running. And in that, in that game, I kept stopping him all over. Um, but by this time, this, he has all these tanks. So if you're patient, as the German, there's no hurry. 11 turns. It's a big board, but these 11 turns are... 11 turns, wow. Yeah. They are plenty to get there. Yeah. What you're looking at here was just turn six. And maybe I really screwed it up. So players who, um, you know, who've played this, come give us some advice. Yeah, yeah. Let us know your overall strategy for this scenario. That was HS? 28. They're 28. the ones came after you know now let me load one more game we'll finish up the show here i think do you have the paper version of the map on this one yeah yeah you do okay i, I don't remember see, i'm sure you do you've got oh. everything but oh yeah i don't remember seeing it so that's kind of cool yeah you can pull that screen off jeff okay and um yeah it's riley's road so then I played a game with Sun Adam, you recall. So I'll load that in. Brash Encounter. Okay. This is from OB3. OB3. What, what is OB? Out of the Bunker 3. Well, originally it was DB001. For mm. players who know those insignia. So now I have it up. Did you join the room or see? Yeah, I'm in the room. Let me resync, and we'll share that. This is quick, short, fun. Six turns. Germans attacking France, 1940. Right. Um, French defend with just two. I lost this. Two half squads and a light machine gun in these two foxholes to start the game. This bridge in this hex, yeah, that's the foxholes. The bridge is right here on the river, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Under whoops, under there. So hex Y6 is a bridge. Um, he starts with just the two half squads and a light machine gun and an NATO in those hexes. The German enters with all these four, five, four, eight elites and a half squad. A DC, two anti-tank rifles, which could be helpful here if you get side shots. Uh, maybe a hero, 
couple light machine guns. Well, it's Adam, so I helped him set up. Well, you know, obviously you have to set up pretty close to this bridge. They give you these two foxholes. But all the rest of what you're seeing here came on as reinforcements. Um, so I went easy on the first turn attack. You can't. <laughs> I think oh. this scenario is designed for the German to get in those foxholes and hold that bridge and become a defender. And because the reinforcements, when did the reinforcements come on? Turn one. Yeah, turn two. So the Germans oh, have. Yeah, so you got to get in there quick. Yeah. yeah, they have two turns to travel this short board. Look how short it is. Yeah, very short. That's, that's the whole board. Great, quick. Um, Do you have to worry about his tanks, though? I mean, uh, you we're only not got on, two turns. Yeah, they're not on for the first two turns. So. Oh, okay. The tanks come on as yes. reinforcements also. Okay, gotcha. Only only thing on the board were the two half squads and an 8-0 and a light machine. Okay. That's okay. It. Yeah. So you're taking two shots. Okay. Yeah. Elite, elite Germans with an egg one leader. So here is the end game. So I, I went easy on them, and I, I think I tried to just set up in hexes like here, which is, uh, well, that's an overlay, X, Y, Z. Looks like Z8 or Z9 in the woods. U10 down here. Yeah. I could shoot side shots with an ATR maybe, but um, I think this hex CC9 is a critical one for the German. If you got a cup, uh, even a squad with a, a light machine gun in there, a small fire group can help cover this open ground around AA5, AA4, right. BB5, that he'll have to cross again to take this back. So, right. Now he comes in from the north? North top. So he entered over here, bypassing to yeah. get into here. I think these guys are all broken now. Nope, they're all rallied up. But they were broken and routed back. So if you can route them back a couple times, it's only five turns this game. Oh, okay. And the tanks obviously can come in here and fill the open ground to block people's shots at the, at the, at the French troops. And here's where Adam had broken most of the Germans back here in this woods in, again. How was he breaking them? With uh, with the guys in the foxholes? Yeah, when the French move on, a good hex to be in is the CC5 here. Okay. And BB4 here. Yeah. And you can make a fire groups because you got six squads coming on. And it's easy, you know, you can break them. So I think I don't remember if the rolls were good or bad, but. Um, so he broke the Germans, they had to rally up, and at that point in time, he had a free walk. Can you see my cursor moving around through this whole bridge area? Mm. So he just, and I, I looked at him and said, okay, Adam, you really have, and he's a college kid, he's played five games with me maybe his whole life, and he doesn't pay much attention when he plays me. <laughs> so, but he's, what a sport. Thank you, Adam. Um, so... I kind of said, what's your best thing to do? And he figured out on his own, well, I just want to go jump into those foxholes and I guess get on the bridge or just pass the bridge. And I was thinking, you go even further. I'm broken. You can, you know, <laughs> you can get a lot out on this side of the bridge. But he chose to move that one vehicle up at the end to guard the front of the bridge. Okay. X, Y, 8, Y, 7. Throw some infantry on the bridge and retake the foxholes and keep this tank in AA 
five because he can so shoot did, everywhere. Did did you ever get any troops uh, into the foxholes? No, or, never, never. And did so you get them this, across the bridge? No, this we were seeing the last push. Yeah. So with with only five turns, my our first two turns was trading fire to break the guys out of the foxholes, okay. which I did, and. Right then, he the reinforcements had come in on the second okay. turn with a good double-time bypass move to get up there. And now he's covered all the open ground. And the tanks covered the open ground. Yeah. So he, you brought the tanks in, he brought the tanks in on the, that same, across that same uh, yeah. bypass. I think he sent one down the road and one down the bypass side. Yeah, I would think the armored assault down the road might be a way to go, but... Um, yeah, for the first also that's a there's a little bit of a loop there, so you really you 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 lose a little movement factors. I can't see how many movement factors these tanks have, but you lose yeah. a little one. Why? Of course, you, you are on the road though. X one, yeah. So right, I guess if I had if the German takes these foxholes and bridge, which they should, yeah, uh, it's a whole different little game. So we're gonna play it again. Yeah. Oh, good. And I'm gonna go all out in the first one because he's like. I don't see how you can win this, Dad. You know, I'm like, well, I couldn't have gone easy on you in turn one. <laughs> that was the mistake. Yeah. And so my DC guy charged out here at this tank and didn't get in. Oh, I got an unconfirmed kill on this tank. You can't see. Oh, I guess I can do this, right? I can spread out the stack. You can see that, right? No, I can't see it. I can oh. do it here. Oh, yeah. Spread that out. So that tank in there, you can see, is um, buttoned up. No, yeah, he got a shock from an ATR. So their armor factor is only two and one. So yeah. there's a chance taking them out. Easy. Yeah, if you can get those ATRs up there, it seems like it wouldn't be too hard. But Yeah, I think their kill number is a five. Better, closer, maybe a yeah. seven. Yeah, right. So it's still, that's really a slim chance, though, right? Five minus the two front armor. Three or less to kill. So I think it must have rolled one greater than for that shock. I think the real victory is that you got uh, Adam to play. And, Wonderfully was, said, sir. Yeah. Yes. And he'll play again. Yeah, good. And you played on Vassal, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can talk. You know, yeah. you and I small talk all through the game. Dave Timmon and I talk 40 minutes minimum at the start of the game. Yeah. It's just what's going on in your lives. Yeah. You know, what do you think about this? What, you know, and uh, and with Adam, too, it's great to check in. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, and that's Super. all we got. I think this is probably a show. I would say so. Well, then it was good to see you, Dave. That's what we've been playing lately. And that's your LFT charts. What's up next? The Japanese Pacific game from MMP. Correct? Yes. Did, and, you know, we missed a Rich Spil Oh, we have a contest to do real quick. And we missed a Rich Spilkey chart last time. Uh, we do every time, I'm sure. <laughs> I spoke uh, to Rich the other day, and he you could hear him. He was, like, highly frustrated. I'm trying to think of a, of a character, maybe in a TV show. It's a little bit like uh, the chief from the old Get Smart. You could tell he was frustrated <laughs> with us for... <laughs> For forgetting some of the charts, and specifically, we were talking about uh, uh, machine gun cupolas and um, slopes and things like that, that he included specifically on some charts, and we forgot to mention that and just kind of went along, and 
I said, Rich, you know, I'll send you a thousand dollars. And so if you forgive us. And so he did. Yeah. I like the way he always says, I love you guys to death, but yeah, I love, yeah, I love you guys. What is death. with you? Yeah. And we have a giveaway of the counters from Twitter. And we have 25 people, Jeff, that retweeted that. Um, I don't know if it was by the deadline. Shoot. Well, the so I pulled up our Twitter account. I'm looking at Alan Curry, Lev, Game Dog, John Hovey, Vlad C, JLC, Sonday, Mansour Costanaz, Ikanona, Karsten Weiser, Kaziri Victor, Lauren Tincher, Hong Kong Wargamer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Michael Rogers, Ron Wilson. Uh, one of them is going to get these counters sent to them. So, Jeff, do you want to pick a number between 1 and 25? Okay, I'm going to use, how about this? I'm going to pull up a random number generator. And, of course, I forgot to say continental U.S. only. So, This is it. This is a single dice, 25-sided, go. Karsten Weiser. Ding, ding, Karsten. You are the winner, Karsten. You lucky, 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 lucky man or woman. I am going to text you right now, so I will send those out, and we will next be doing the next set of them for the Patreon supporters so right on patreon quick if you want to be in that one and uh we will see you all later see you next time everybody remember to roll low and rally well but not of course when you are playing dave or me or i or me or i or me or i change the wording you can't all right bye-bye everybody bye everybody while I wave. Yeah. So no one notices. Did you wash your hands today? Or yesterday? Many times a day. Yeah.